Hello and welcome to the Bible Beacon Podcast. I'm Pastor Raymond Rivers, and we're so glad that you've tuned in today because we're going to be sharing some exciting things from God's Word that we believe will brighten your day and show you the way that God would have you to walk. Have you ever experienced something, learned something new? God caused you to be able to see and experience something, and you wonder, what is God showing this to me for? What am I supposed to do with it? Well, maybe nothing right then, but God is preparing you. God is going to use that somewhere to help you in future ministry. We're going to be talking about that and much more on this podcast this week. Hope that you'll stay tuned. All right, welcome back, and we are glad that you have tuned in uh, to this uh, Wednesday uh, podcast, and we are looking forward uh, to getting to share something with you. I'd like to read a verse of Scripture here in just a moment, but before we do, let's pray and ask God's blessings on our time together. Heavenly Father, we love you, and we thank you for the time that you've blessed us with. We thank you for your word We thank you for your Holy Spirit that guides us and directs us in it. We thank you for the technology that we have to be able to share this with uh, those in our audience that are listening today. And Father, I pray that you'll bless our time together, and I pray that you would use me to be a blessing. And uh, Father, may you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, there are things that I have learned over the years in ministry and I have really, at the moment that I learned it, really was clueless of how that could ever be used in ministry, or at least in the ministry that I would be called to. And uh, I've ministered to children uh, a good bit over my time of ministry, especially uh, as a children's evangelist, but even as a pastor of smaller churches, there was a lot of ministry to children there. Uh, But, you know, there's things that I've learned. I've learned to do chalk art. I've learned to do balloon sculpting. I've learned, you know, to do a little bit of singing, play a little bit of a guitar and, uh, you know, and different things. But at the time that I learned maybe a particular thought in Scripture or a particular type of ministry like balloons or chalk art uh, or whatever the case may be, I was thinking, how in the world does this fit in? But with the help of the good Lord, I stuff it into my ministry tool pouch and knew that there would come a time those truths that God would teach me why why do I need to know that and somewhere down in the future uh you know God has shown me hey that's what I needed to to learn that for that's why I needed to have that new talent or learn that new truth because those are the things that God was preparing me for but you know what that's really what the disciples went through. For three and a half years, they saw the miracles uh, that Jesus did. They heard the sermons that he preached. But yet, even still, there were some special times, at least for some of his disciples, that they desperately needed. And maybe at the time, they didn't understand it. But they would eventually uh, would come to understand why they would experience it, what it all meant, and how it was supposed to be related to their lives. Let's read in Matthew chapter 17, 
Verse 1, And after six days Jesus uh, taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into an high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias, talking with them. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee and one for Moses and one for Elias. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were sore afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise, and be not afraid. And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. You know, that is a powerful, powerful story. Because I'm sure at the moment they see Jesus transfigured before them, you know, what is this? What is it? What is it for? What's it all about? How are we supposed to apply this? But at the same time, I told you that they heard Jesus all those times that he preached sermons. They saw the miracles that he did. But Peter, James, and John would go on to be some of the leading disciples, not only amongst the group of apostles there, not just the twelve, but they would go on to be leaders in the early New Testament church. And they, of, of all people, had to know who Jesus really was. They needed to know. Peter would go on to say, Thou art the Son of the living God. And, and Jesus said that the Father had revealed that to him. But notice here in this passage of Scripture, Jesus makes it abundantly clear that they understood that he is God himself, God in the flesh. John chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14, and the word was made flesh. Jesus is God in the flesh, also known as the Son of God. And now all of a sudden, after seeing the mess or seeing the miracles and hearing the messages, now they have this special moment, just the three of them. They go up to the mountain, but now all of a sudden they see Jesus transfigured. He shows them some of his glory. And he's, the Bible says that his face did shine as the sun and his raiment was as light, uh, it was white as the light. I mean, it was bright, okay? I mean, his transfigured uh, sta status was even affecting his clothes. And now on top of all of that, he's talking to two Old Testament characters, Moses and Elias. Could you imagine? Here is Peter, James, and John, and they are absolutely blown away. They know something needs to be done. Something needs to be said. And Peter says, hey, Lord, it's good for us to be here. We'll build you a tabernacle. We'll build Moses a tabernacle. We'll build one for Elias. And boy, I tell you what, we'll eventually, guess what? The father speaks and he says, this is my beloved son, hear him, hear him. And so now all of a sudden, without a shadow of a doubt, they know who Jesus is. They know that their focus is supposed to be on him. And later on, Peter would write about this, how he had seen the glory of the Lord revealed. And he's referring to this moment on the Mount of Transfiguration. 
You see, that would be decades later that he would write that. But it was something he wrote about an event that had happened way in the past, but it had equipped him for future ministry. Sometimes you'll meet a person. Sometimes you'll run across a, a certain verse or maybe a thought that you've never had before. But, you know, you stick it in that proverbial uh, ministry tool pouch. And somewhere along the line in future ministry, God is going to use that to prepare you for that ministry. I, uh, I'll, let me just give you a, a case in point. Years ago, there was an older gentleman that served uh, as kind of the chaplain at the Boy Scout camp I went to. He would do Vespers, or which is another name for night chapel, so to speak. And we would go to the Vesper services, and, and often he would uh, do chalk drawings. I was at the time not a Christian. I didn't really think I had any artistic talent. And didn't own a chalk easel. I didn't have any the special chalk that you would have to use. I didn't have any of that. But you fast forward into college, and for some reason I came across some chalk and a piece of some big rolls of paper, and I drew a couple of pictures. Now, uh, you know, I look back on those moments, and little did I know just how much of a hook. Those moments had in my life because as I, you know, got saved and answered the call to preach and eventually got in children's ministry, I traveled in several different states sharing the gospel by preaching the gospel, but also illustrating my sermons. And, um, you know, and it's a fascinating thing when people come up to you and they've heard the message that you preach and they saw the drawing. Hey, can I have that drawing? And it's pretty neat because I don't necessarily claim to be the greatest artist, you know. But yet God used those moments and those people for those opportunities to get me engaged, get me equipped, prepared for future ministry. Here in just a few weeks, I'll be doing a special outdoor chalk uh, presentation uh, presenting the gospel to our community. We're trying to be a little bit creative right now because of the COVID uh, pandemic, COVID-19 pandemic, but uh, we're going to be doing a, a drawing. It's probably going to be about eight foot wide, uh, probably the biggest drawing I've ever done. And I'm so, I am so excited about it, but I'd hate to think of all the people that he's put in my path. Um, Mr. John at Boy Scout camp, uh, somehow coming up with the chalk that I got uh, while I was in college. Uh, the, 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 the men that I would talk to when I would see them in services, I would ask them you know, questions about chalk drawing and they would answer it and show me how to do things. The people um, that I learned from watching videos and so forth and so on. You see, God's got a ministry. God wants to take you and use you in some ministry. You know, maybe not the ministry like a pastor, but still real ministry nonetheless. And he wants to take you and use your life to touch people's life for his glory. And you, all you have to do is stay surrendered. 
again, I don't claim to be the greatest artist. I don't claim to be the best balloon twister. Uh, but you know what? God has taken my opportunities and helped me to learn to be equipped and take advantage of those future opportunities in ministry. Maybe you're listening to this uh, podcast today and you think, how in the world could God use me? You know that right now that you're saved. You know that Jesus Christ loves you. You know that you're supposed to serve God, but somehow you feel like you didn't really get all the talents that everybody else has gotten. Maybe you don't feel like you're just as maybe uh, equipped. Well, can I tell you something? You, God is using opportunities right now. Maybe this podcast or someone else or something else to help you to come across that experience, that verse, that thought, that whatever that God is going to use to help prepare you. So you need to be conscious and walk in the Spirit so when those moments come, God will help you through His Holy Spirit to understand that He's doing something and that you need to put that in your proverbial ministry tool pouch. And I believe with all of my heart that God wants to do that in your life. Can I just encourage you today just to surrender your life to Jesus Christ? By that I mean in service. You, you're already saved. You're listening to this podcast and you know that you've asked Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior, to forgive your sins, come into your heart and life, be your Lord and Savior. You, you've done that. But somewhere along the line, because of doubt or worry or maybe unconcern in your own heart, but yet you really haven't taken an active part in God's service. Maybe you were just afraid because you didn't think that you had talent. But whatever it is, you give it to God and he'll use it. Let me give you another story. I, I like stories. Uh, years ago, I was asked to preach at a youth camp down in the state of Georgia. It was for junior age kids. And uh, they told me the schedule that I had. And uh, so when I got there, uh, I was supposed to do some devotions in the morning and, and do some services in the night. And that's when I would do my chalk drawings and everything. And uh, so I uh, was given a schedule. One day they was going to have a special activity. And they told me in that morning that I would not be doing uh, the devotion for that morning service because of the special activity. Well, toward the last you know, little bit, I was informed that I was indeed going to be doing a devotion. And uh, I'm just, just thinking, my goodness, what am I supposed to do? And for some reason, God began to put a verse, a whole total different type of ministry in my heart and mind. And it was only going to be just for a few minutes anyway. So I knew that, you know, it would just be a short devotion. But I needed to be prepared and I wanted to make an impact. And so I'm seeking God, and God started putting these things in my heart and mind to do. And I preached from the book of James that morning, and I could remember it like it was clear as, as day, just like it was yesterday. And this has been good night, probably 15 years ago. And uh, it was exciting because at that moment, I was preaching from James about how short life really is and that you need to accept and uh, the Lord and be saved and to serve him now because we have no guarantee. He says, because what is your life? It is even a vapor, a puny amount of time 
a puny amount of time. What is your life is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanisheth away. Well, obviously, be at camp, I didn't have a lot of the resources that I might have had if I had been at my own church or if I had known about this earlier. But the Bible says it is a vapor. Our life is just a vapor. It's here for a little while and poof, it's gone. Well, I didn't have any way of making vapor or steam in that area where the auditorium was, you know, where I did my devotion that morning. So I figured I would use the next best thing. And uh, I used bubbles because, you know, bubbles there and poof, it pops and it's gone. And so I had a bucket full of water and, and soap and I soaked up my hands and I blew bubbles off of my hand. Now, you may think, well, that's kind of silly, but it proved the point that I was trying to get across. But here I am, I'm married. I'm 26, 27, 28 at the time, uh, maybe even a little bit older. And all of a sudden, when I was preparing for that devotion, I remembered my mother teaching me how to soap up my hands and blow bubbles off of my hands when I was a little child. And at that moment, God helped me to take that simple thing and use it to speak to children about how short life is and that they needed to accept Jesus while they had the time. And, you know, it was exciting to me. And I told my mother about it, and she got a kick. And the neat thing about it is the next time, I believe it was the next time I went to go preach to that youth camp, uh, my mother got to go along with me and my family, and uh, it was a great thing. Can I just tell you something? God wants to use you. I have no idea how. I know that whatever it is, it's to bring Him glory. Whatever it is, it's to point people to Jesus. He may use you as a chalk artist or a pastor or an evangelist. You may be working with children. You may be working with teenagers, young adults, adults, senior adults. You may be in the front line, such as a pastor. You may be somebody that's more behind the scenes, but yet in the midst of it all, God is still wanting to use you. And he's preparing you right now. So I'd give you great advice to pay attention to what he's teaching you and be listening because he will teach you and tell you when that opportunity to use that will come. And I hope that you'll do just that. Hey, just like these disciples, they would go on and take a stand for Jesus Christ. They were Their life was even threatened and some would die for their faith in Jesus Christ. But they never would have done that if they hadn't had this moment that guaranteed them for sure, yes, he is the Messiah. He is the son of the living God, God in the flesh. And I believe today, if you're listening to this podcast and you're saved, God's got a calling. So be paying attention. Learn what he teaches you and you'll be glad you did. This is Pastor Raymond Rivers, and you've listened to the Bible Beacon podcast, and we're, again, glad and thankful that you have, and I hope that you will be able to contact us. You can do that several different ways. You can send us a message here uh, on our podcast. You could also uh, send us um, a letter, if you'd like that, through snail mail. Uh, you can send that to Gospel Light FWB Church. 
Okay, that stands for Gospel Light Free Will Baptist Church, Post Office Box 134, Calera, Alabama. Calera spelled C-A-L-E-R-A. Calera, Alabama 35040. And if you are passing through uh, the Calera, Alabama area, or you find out that, hey, you live in this area and you can come and visit with us, we would love for you to do so. And then also another way that you can kind of fellowship with us is to go to our church's Facebook page, and that's capital G-L-F-W-B-C. All of those are capital letters. And go to our Facebook page, and you can see our services. We, uh, we uh, uh, do a live stream on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. And uh, we're studying uh, the Word of God together, praising His name, and talking about the Savior. So I hope that you'll do just that. If you've listened to this podcast, and you've come to realization that you're not saved or you're not sure you're saved, then I want you to go to our webpage at www.gospellightfwbchurch.com. On that homepage, you'll see a section that says introductory videos. Go to the second one, which stands, it'll say the plan of salvation. I want you to watch that. It shows you all the verses and how you can trust Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. But if you're already saved, be paying attention. The Lord is equipping you. He's teaching you, and He's getting ready to use you in future ministry. God bless you, and we hope to see you next time.